All right. I'm excited for today. We are here with Brendan Rams. He plays for the Dallas Jackals, and this is the Pursuit of Prosperity podcast. We are trying to figure out how each of these individuals we bring on the podcast, how they pursue prosperity in their own life. What do they do to level up? How do they do it? And we would just dive into each, dive into that with each of them. So thank you for coming. Man, it's my pleasure. Um, and I'm very honored to be around here. Uh, thank you for having us and welcoming us uh, right here by your podcast. And uh, it's been a long time coming. Yes. Really excited to just unpack everything. You know, we want to make it as natural as it is. Uh, I came here as myself. And we make sure that we leave here as ourselves too. So I love yeah, it. very comfortable Let's over do here. do that. That's right. Yes. So you came to America from South Africa. Correct. Fill us in on your journey a little bit. So actually, um, it's long-range vision. A lot of people um, read stories about like visions and uh, they don't attend to them or they, li- they leave them subdued. But um, when I was uh, 16 years old, that's when it started. Like um, back at home, like with the strength and conditioning coaches in my high school, uh, I was always fascinated about the U.S. and like the number one culture, uh, winning culture, like pride, flags everywhere, etc. And, and just like the success and just being number one, the number one nation, the, mo- the number one country, like the whole time it gets flushed out and uh, just how America was always like leading in everything. Um, and we, we always play catch up coming from a third world country. Yes. And, uh, so I was like, uh, yeah, I belong there. So you were visualizing, visualizing yourself in America. 100% since I was a little kid and I always like, like muscles, like foot athletes, etc. Uh, guys getting paid a lot of money, uh, driving nice cars, being celebrated, like on banners and billboards, yeah. uh, TV ads, movies. So I always desired that, like coming from my tribe and village. And um, as time went on, I've always been like a high performance athlete, multi-sport actually. And uh, it started becoming a reality once um, I started making it big um, in my craft, rugby, that is. Uh, Making the top teams like in the country, um, in our city as well, like traveling the world, like in our um, old boy boarding school. Mm-hmm. And um, once I, the first time I left the country, that's when I realized, oh, there's another world out here. Man, that's all I that. needed. That's all I needed. I saw it once, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do everything in my world, everything in my DNA to get that, and I would love to do it on my own accord. Where did you go? So we went to Argentina. Oh, man, I love right. Argentina. Uh, we spent about three months out there. Wow. Uh, rugby tournament. So we never had school holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, like during the holidays, like we're in a different state, like playing tournaments against like the best teams, like in the world, invitational teams, like in the nation, um, different countries, etc. So uh, that was the first opportunity I got uh, to get out the country. And uh, I've never been the same since. So um, what happened was once I did that, then it became a reality. And I was like, okay, so if I can go there, and I've been around the globe. I haven't been to the U.S. When I do go to the U.S., though, I'm going to settle down. And I'll go on my own accord. So 2014, uh, in the middle of the season, uh, I just took a gamble on myself. Um, I applied like for a visitor's visa first. The six-month tourist visa. Uh, correct. Yeah. Get my visitor's visa. Uh, just had that on deck. So I did it the old school way. Like I figured it out, like on Google. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all. Uh, I've always been that guy. I figured it out on yeah. my own, always. And um, I got it done. 
And once I got it done, like I had a little bit of change left uh, from a season, I was still playing pro, but then I had had enough. So I told the coach in the union, I was like, hey, look, <laughs> I already booked this flight on Friday. And I was supposed to play like in a big game like that Saturday, uh -huh. but I, I just had enough. Like I'm not living in a third world country anymore. I'd rather start afresh in the US doing ordained jobs and then like make my way up because I already know what's in me. So I'm yeah. capable of getting that. Absolutely. How, so, and so how old were you in 2014? Man, uh, I'm 33, right? I'm 34 right 25. now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So I left everyone, kissed my mom goodbye, uh, left everything back at home, packed two suitcases, uh, just my gym clothes, a couple of supplements, uh, my rugby cleats, as Americans call them. And I was, that's it. The bare necessities. That's all I needed. Everything was already installed, like within me. So, uh, okay, break for a sec. Right. I want to hear more about the story. What supplements are you taking? All right. So, uh, right now, uh, I only got uh, my pre workout and my uh, intra. Uh, that's my branch chain amino acids. Um, I usually use um, the C4 Ultimate as my pre workout. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. And how I actually do take that, I take that like 40 minutes. Uh, before, so I let it just it takes time to settle so down. Buzzing. Uh, I, I, my tolerance is extremely high, so um, I'm okay with that. But I don't yeah. know like when it's in, and then uh, I just drink like my branch chain amino acids like throughout my workout. Yes, and I just reset like with water. Like that's two scoops, so it keeps me going like the entire day. So those are the supplements that I packed in. But at the time, I also used to use like the Optimum Nutrition um, uh, Asaway. Protein. Isolate. Yeah, iso. Uh, oh, uh, iso. Yeah, way yeah, isolate. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's right. So um, that's all I had uh, in my bag. That's still what you're taking today? You no, have any uh, other No, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need, uh, I actually eat my protein now. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I eat a lot. So I figured out like how to balance like that because um, that's why they call them supplements. It's supplements for what you're not getting out of your nutrition. Yes. So I found my, the right balance and the times that I eat too. That actually I don't need the the protein shake because I'm actually eating at this capacity throughout the day and I'm well fueled. I'm not bloated. Uh, I eat till I'm satisfied and I'm always charged up and it's working. So I'm in the best shape right now than I've ever been like actually in my life. And uh, it's That's exciting. Awesome. That's right. I love that. Okay. Anyway, back right. to your story. That's awesome. So like uh, when I came back in, bought the ticket through Frankfurt, Frankfurt, Washington, Washington to Austin. How did I get to Austin? So I was on Google and I looked at uh, the rugby clubs, like in the U.S., like club rugby. Mm -hmm. So when I got to Washington, um, I just got on the Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi um, on my phone. And uh, on a group page on Facebook, I said, hey, uh, I play rugby pro at home. Um, I just moved to the U.S. and uh, I'm just looking for a club. If you guys like need an extra player and so on, uh, I'll be in Austin like in the next three, four hours. So I sent that message out, like just on the group page, like uh, in the clubs, like in Austin. Mm -hmm. When I landed in Austin, I had a guy already waiting for me, like in Austin. That's awesome. That's the rugby culture. They say, hey, I got you. I got an air mattress, like at my home. Uh, you're welcome. Come on, join the club. Um, and I only had like less than 200 bucks, like in my back pocket. Wow. Like, when I stepped in. So you like burned I, the boats, brother. 100%. You had no other options. Had to make it work. That, that's, my, that's me. So yeah. I know. So when I step into it, as we go along, like with the podcast, you, you'll see uh, the, the, the strands, like in the DNA 
of what we've been building that whatever I decide to do, I don't fail. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't miss. Like, it's innate. Like, it's in my DNA. So, like, I know my lane and I dominate my lane. And when you see me play also, like, I got a couple of highlights. You can tell it's not, like, that's his nature. Mm-hmm. That, that's him. He, I know my position. I know what to do. I know how I play. I'm robust. I'm in your face. That's what we're going to do. Whatever you decide to do, that's all up to you. But we're going to go in that direction. Because when we go in that direction, we won championships. Yes. The right. So um, got to Austin, and the rest is history. So spent about like four years in Austin. Uh, and met a wonderful woman uh, in Austin. Uh, we got married for a short while. And um, I'm too much to handle, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I really am too much to handle. Um, so, you know, she, she became a doctor. That's why we moved out to Dallas uh, initially um, to become a chiropractor. And um, we just went, had to go our separate ways. And uh, that, was a, that was a beautiful gift as well because, like, as time goes by, I would love to have her on the podcast to explain, like, the whole dynamics of relationships. But we're not going to yes. get into that. But it's a beautiful, like, it's beautiful to hear it from her end where, like, both couples, there's no malice or anything, but, like, we're so mature and we realize, okay, yeah, um, I might have been and, a little stupid. Yeah, yeah they, lives go different paths. Correct. And that doesn't make anybody bad. Right. It just... Everybody but wants I'll tell you things. what, I'm a lucky man. I got out of that, no kids, and like we didn't have yeah. a house, no dog together, nothing. So like it allowed me by design to fully pursue like this channel. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're here like right now. So now when they look at back, well, like the whole family, they, look, they say, now everything makes sense. Yes. We just didn't understand at the time. Yeah. But now that... <laughs> It's a reality, and he's actually doing everything he said he was going to do. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about her family? Her family. They see now. Right. Yes. Right. It's merging two families, especially from right. two. I mean, you're polar opposite sides of the world. Almost. Correct. South Africa to Austin, Texas. That's a right. lot. And you try and merge those together. Right. There's a lot to do there. And you're a guy that seems to have a lot of energy. It's like that 24-7. <laughs> I believe you. It's like that 24-7. I can tell. It's your nature. Yes. And um, and it's been a blessing ever since. So I'll never regret any step. You can't. We wouldn't I be here without it. them. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. So now you're here. So what? That was 2018, 2019. Right. Now you're here in Dallas playing for the Jackals. Right. And what else are you up to? So um, I actually put the season on hold. That was another blessing too. So um, I'm a creature of extreme focus. And uh, I know I can, I'm, I'm about to play a game. But as every entrepreneur, the, there's a sweet window period that if you don't fucking take that, yes, it's over. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't matter like what you do. Like, if you don't take that window period, you'll, you'll live the rest of your life in full regret. Yes. So uh, I substituted um, my nature in playing, and I flipped it over into business. And... And, and then I started salivating and licking my lips. I said, wait, I'm tailor-made for this. I'm really tailor-made for this. I said, this is the best sport on the planet. Entrepreneurship is the best sport oh, yeah. fucking ever. It's a lot of fun. Oh, it's fun. It's a fun game. Especially for those that uh, don't know their lane. That's another thing, too. Whenever you walk into a room, you need to make sure that within your craft, nobody knows better more than you. It's okay to have like other people in different fields that are specialists in their field. That's good. 
But in your field, you have to be an extreme space. Nobody's supposed to be a, ahead of your game. Absolutely. So they're all, everybody else has to like try catch up to what you already know. So that's, that's, that's Rams. How do you know your lane? It's a gift. That's when uh, God gifted talent meets uh, relentless and ridiculous hard work and work rate. So God since, gifted you the talent to know your lane. Uh, so, so, since I was a little kid, I always knew. So it started off like um, being fascinated about like human capabilities, like just physical structure, and me being able to do the things that I was able to do like on the field and outside the field, like being able to utilize my body. I said, oh, wait, wait, hold on. So if I start working out, that means like I'll callous my muscle fibers in a certain way to where I don't even feel contact. Like the absorption, like in the, in the impact in everything that I do is nothing. So my recovery is, but I'm a little more explosive. My endurance, my lung capacity is, so when I do sprints, the regular training like behind, oh shit, this is a drug. Okay, let me do more. Let me, let me do some more homework on this. So like at an early age, I started spending uh, time with strength and conditioning coaches. Um, How early? I was 13 years old. Started strength training, strength training at 13, 13 years old. Yes, 13. Wow. And uh, his name is actually, I got to give credit to him, uh, is Dickie. He's known as Dickie. Uh, he's the one that uh, whenever he, he, he'd figure out like certain exercises, he used to test it on me. <laughs> so he said, he'll call me in, but hey, uh, try this, do that. Because he knew like I always had it in me. And uh, the other one is one of the top Olympic gold medalist coaches. Like he produces like more champions, uh, champions than anybody else in Olympic gold medalist. Uh, his name is not. And um, you know, like when we we can tag him, like when this comes out, because I always give, like I always let him know too. Like I'm so grateful. Yeah. Um, and he's the one that runs the high performance uh, center in Pretoria, where all the gold medalists track swimming. That's amazing. Sports teams. How did you get in with them so early? I was good at my craft. So it was just being so, one of the so best rugby players channeled. in the country at that right, age. Right. So like I was offered the opportunity to actually like start training and living by the high performance center and facility. So I, I mixed up like with all these multi-sport athletes, but then I'm talking like Olympic status, mm -hmm. like guys at, at the Top highest of, level. Yes. And the guy coaching them in the weight room I'm like his protege. Mm -hmm. So I'm studying like how the sprinters train, how the swimmers train, the combat athletes, team sports, how he runs like the groups, how he ran like our team. And I'm like, wait, hold on. So you're not just limited to like one specific type. So I brought all that and that's how I train. I go, you can't put me in a box because I'm already experienced. Yes. So like he's got PhDs like in all that. Wow. So I skipped school Yeah. and I got a first hand at the highest level, not through theory, practitioner. Yeah, through doing it. Doing it. Yes. Since a kid. Mm -hmm. So, like, whenever we go in the off-season, like, we spend time together, like, crafting, like, my own program. And then I, I, I always got excited going into season to test out what I just did now. Mm -hmm. And it always paid off. And, like, sometimes, like, when I put on too much weight, like, that's it. I can't do that anymore. So, like, on and off, like, weight fluctuation, like, how to sustain it, like, throughout the years. Since I was a little kid, like, I've been so playing with that. you dealing with that this whole time? All, 20 all my years. life. All my life. Wow. That's And then fun. The, past, the past three years, that's when I, I, I hit it. 
So it took all those years, like 17, so 17 years, years of figuring right, it out. Figuring 17 years of hands every single day. Like I train seven days a week. Seven, no seven. rest. It's called active recovery. So a lot of people worship rest. What do you need rest for? I've been told my body grows the most when I rest. Is that true? Who? You're bigger than me. <laughs> Maybe so, it's not. So, so, so what, what, what people forget is our DNA gets changed and transformed according to how you callous it. So whatever limitation somebody else like puts on you, you can go, fuck that. I'm going to create a new standard for myself. So like instead of like you sitting around uh, resting, you can hop on a bike, spin for like 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. that, that's, not, that's not rigorous. That's good for your lung capacity yes. and your anaerobic capacity. Mm -hmm. So, and more than that, it's good for your mental strength oh, man. and your psychology. Yes. So uh, we're not talking weight training. No, 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 no. Conditioning. Yes. A lot of people call it cardio. Yeah. No, no. It's called conditioning. You're conditioning your DNA. You're conditioning your soul. You're conditioning your mental, uh, your mental capacity. You're conditioning your mind. You're conditioning your heart. You're conditioning your lungs. You're conditioning everything. So you look at it holistically, like instead of just saying cardio, because cardio you limit you, you limit that just to your anaerobic capacity. Yes. What's the purpose of that? Well, what you're saying makes total sense because as you grow that capacity, then you have more capacity with which to grow your muscles. Hello. And it's a cyclical thing. Like Your muscle fibers are well oxygenated. Yes. So the blood flow is so sweet. Mm -hmm. Even better than that, just sweat pores. That's, that's therapy. Yeah, that's, that's your body releasing toxins. That's therapy. Mm -hmm. You want that. You want to release toxins on a daily basis. Whether it's what you see on TV, what you hear on radio, that's part of your diet too. Yes. And then whatever comes in or whatever goes in, you want to get rid of whatever toxins like you just absorbed, mm -hmm. whether it's on social media, whether like you were in the elevator and you just heard like some low breed complaining about the day or someone walking into an elevator or like to their car and say, uh, you say, good morning, uh, it's too early. Mm -hmm. Now you got to get rid of that. Yes. Those are toxins also. Yes. So it's a reflection and it mirrors like the physical structure, that's why you do it on a daily basis. Like you don't need to prove anything to anyone. That's what I tell people is that even if it's just you plug it in at your own pace where there's no impact like on the knees, mm -hmm. on the hips, on the lower back, but you're, you're sweating it out at your groove. Yeah. So instead of just listening to like uh, something strenuous where you have to overthink, why don't you just play something pleasant to release that mm -hmm. joy there's so much truth to that. If you like, one thing I've noticed is rolling out of bed in the morning, and I have a I have a garage gym. Right. I also go to an actual club as well. But in the morning, I roll out, yoga, stairs, ice bath. Like I have stairmaster in the gym. Do those things in the morning, and the days I do that, my mental clarity, acuity, the release of toxins right. is so much. Like I feel fresher. I feel ready to go. And, and after the ice bath, I feel like. Oof. It's like uh, it's an intense mental toughness and yes. intense energy that comes out of it afterwards. I, my body feels incredibly energized, and then I'm like ready to go for the day. Hello. And it's just such a difference. And I mean, I would just 
my own personal life, as you're describing these differences, I'm thinking through how they've played out in my life and the days where I do that and I create that opportunity for my body to release those toxins through sweating it out. And then the mental toughness of stepping into the gym is the hardest part. Once I'm in there, it's like, oh, lay down, down, do some yoga, stretch it out, and then jump on the stairs, sweat it out for a bit into the ice bath, and then at night, I like finishing it out in the sauna, sweating it out again, releasing it all, and then into bed, man. The whole day. Feels so good, yes. Man. Yes. And you feel fresh, like you're well hydrated. Yeah. Right. It changes everything, and and I hear you. When you you hear these different things people say are these thought processes or way people think through things, and when you really look at it and think about it, it's like that thought process is not from you, most likely. It's from things you've heard from other people, Hello. from toxic energy, to- like all this toxicity that exists right. within the world. They're trying to bag we it ha- up. Exactly. They're trying to bag it up for you. Oh, mm-hmm. here's a little package. Eat this toxicity. Eat this. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, this. man. Yeah, that, that, that's a new norm. That's a new regimen. Mm-hmm. And I go, fuck everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go, yeah, 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 go do that. Go tell someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't yep. do it. You can have more degrees than a thermometer. I don't give a damn. Because that energy you're bringing in will pull me down. Hello. Yep. And it limits you. Like, what's worse than pulling it down is having a cap on, on what you're top. capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Like, forget pulling down. Like, you cannot identify pulling down. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people, you know, like the story with the flea, too. Like, uh, you already know, like, how high a flea can jump. Yes. But when you put it, like, in a glass bottle and it gets used to, like, jumping, like, within that height, mm-hmm. it hits its head the entire time. So now it's recalced to not fulfilling its full potential yes. in its spring. So when you take the cap off, it already calloused its own DNA to jump this far when it's capable of jumping that far. Yes. Right. So now when you look at that, like that's neuroscience too. Mm-hmm. So when someone like tells you, oh, you need five hours of sleep, you need six hours of sleep, and I go, okay. You do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't. <laughs> when do you sleep? I sleep fast. I'm well rested. You sleep fast. I sleep fast. What's that mean? I don't need fucking eight hours. What do you need? Five. Five. Yeah, I go five hours, and yeah. I'm and I'm great. Energized throughout the day, ready so, to go. So now here's the key. Going back to the relationship uh, aspect of things is, I've got no dog. I've got no girlfriend. I got no wife. Uh, I got no cat. So when I walk into my space at home, it is so peaceful. I'm not dealing with nobody's energy. I'm not dealing with no bullshit. I put my phone on do not disturb. I put it off mute. I put my alarm on. And then in my own space, like it's like therapy stuff. So if I'm not listening to like interviews uh, from very successful people, and when I do listen to interviews, I study their fuck-ups. I'm not worried about the success. How do you study that? Oh, you listen to them. They tell you how many times they failed, like what didn't work and so on. And you can hear in their speech too on what, what concerns them the most. And the, at the top of the list is hard work. The, where they were weak in their team is people not working hard. And that goes according to what we just spoke about like right now, those limitations on like oh, yeah, I rest seven days and I do this. Hard work is so frowned upon in this day and age. You think so? Oh, 100%. 
Who works hard? I love working hard. But That's I hear us. you. A lot General of people society, don't. General society status quo. Everybody wants ready-made stuff. Microwave. Microwave results. Uh, instant gratification. Like, I want results. Like, right now, they want I want you to be able to do today. this. Like, right now, yes. and so on. Mm -hmm. Like, we're farmers, mate. We love to plant the seed. Because then we know how to till the soil. And we also know how to harvest. And that comes in seasons. Yes, it does. And it comes in season. Who's got the patience to do that? Nowadays, nobody. I right. You. Yes. Okay, you see, I hear what you're saying. Right. So you. when I say when I say hard work is frowned upon, like tell us, you, you can see with the athletes too. Like you just signed a $240 million deal and look at the conditioning you're in. You're just relying off natural talent. Mm -hmm. You're not in shape. You're not investing in your body. But you, you're not doing anything to preserve or make sure like you're sustainable throughout the entire season. And that we see it like right now. You can hear it when they speak on the interviews too. How they lack confidence. They are they are pro athletes, but mentally, like you can just write a little comment and they'll get like butt hurt because mm -hmm. they don't know themselves. They're insecure. I feel like a lot of athletes, particularly in the U.S., like right. with somebody with your skill set who right. appears to be a prodigy at age thirteen. When we identify that in the U.S., we then what I noticed because I was not an athlete in in high school like. What I notice is those boys who were athletes, and it's definitely more directed at boys than girls, but those boys who were athletes, they got like this red carpet, red carpet celebrity treatment. Yeah. They didn't have to do homework anymore. They didn't have to do, yeah. they didn't have to perform at anything. And so they got this life that was like Ready on a made. silver platter for Ready them. made. And so that necessity of hard work and grind through it, I'm going to crush it at school and crush it in sports. There was no need for them to ever do that. So they never did it. And I'm, I'm not... Guess, I'm, guess who's dealing with it right now? Who? The owners of these teams. Because it started when they were kids. Yes. But they're so talented that they still make it to the pros. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, guess who has to deal with that? The team owners. The team owners. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, like... Uh, you I, see you, what I mean? You see all the craziness that comes from Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if they sorted that out, like, when they were kids, we wouldn't have, like, oh, I need a mental break from competition. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you you need a mental break? Bro. <laughs> who it's like it's like saying a kid, like imagine a kid say, Hey mom, I need a mental break from playing at a park. Yeah, it's craziness. Or if you even go back to where a lot of sport originated, which is in Rome. Right. Could you imagine a gladiator being like, hey, oh, guys, hey, hey guys, today's a mental health day. <laughs> hey guys. Hey guys. <laughs> I'm not going out hey there. <laughs> at the Olympics, when I saw that at the Olympics, I go, what the f They've been training for this their whole life? I said, at the, like, you see, like, my eyes, like, mm -hmm. like I changed, like, my demeanor changes. Because, like, it's sickening. It's disgusting. And it's sad. Yeah, you really. can't, no, you can't even talk about it like that way. But I'm too transparent. Like I'm known for that. Mm -hmm. Like I will tell you the truth at the risk of losing you. But like I've never been afraid of being ridiculed or anything because I, I was raised under that regime. What regime? The apartheid era. So what? What? How did apartheid impact you? It's a beautiful thing. Tell you me know, about it. it. It's such a beautiful gift because you realize like later on that it was good for me that I was afflicted. Because then it strengthened like your heart, your mental status. Uh, there's no malice, but you're already exposed to the worst of life that can give you at a very early age. So you've got a, you, you got a opportunity 
and a decision to make to say, okay, all right, I already mastered this. Guess what I'm going to do now? I'm going to utilize like all these attributes for glory and I'm going to do that. How like, so I'm just doing some head math here. Right. So you were like very young, like oh, yeah, formative I was, years. Yeah, I was born into that. Born into I, yeah, apartheid. I was born into that. I still experienced that like growing up, like in my teen years. For example, like um, not only did I have to be really good in my sport, like we were not allowed to play uh, rugby at a certain, up to a certain point. And really? when, yeah, black folks. So when you were allowed to play the sport, they would only limit like in a team, like five black players, like in a team. And then they'll say that's a quota system. How many are on the team? There's about uh, 23. Oh, wow. Right. So, so five spots, five. 18 five. for. Now, not only that, now listen to this. It's five different spots, different positions. Okay. So meaning that you could be the best in your position, but because there's already two others, like on the other positions that they need, regardless, like when they, whether you're the best or not, now you're competing against, not only are you competing against like being the best, now you're competing against the, the best of the black folks. Like on that, so you so really you have to have be to like be, a whole other level. Now that's why I say I'm so comfortable. Like at the yes. top, because like competition, I don't even like I don't compete. I dominate. I, I, like I, that's just me. I love that confidence. I, I'm, 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 I'm the I'm the worst. Like they'll tell you. Like even at the gym, like anything. Like my teammates. Like I've got no interest in in making friends or like like when when we do this, I'm gonna dominate that lane. That's it. So you have no interest in making friends, but I also know uh, that like a brotherhood is something very important to you. One hundred percent. How? You just said it. Friends versus brotherhood. Brotherhood. We never have to explain this. What's the difference in your mind? The the, the difference is when you talk like this um, around friends, they'll get offended. Yes, I hear you. Now a brotherhood, you never have to explain yourself ever. Because what's understood doesn't need to be explained. And you all think like in the same wavelength, meaning that like there's no beta around us. Only now you, wait. So like when, when it's kings around on the table, for example, like the most, the safest place like we'll feel is around like operators, like killers. Have you ever seen like how, how like uh, special uh, Navy SEALs or special ops, like how they are amongst each other? They're like kids. Mm -hmm. They're free because they know how dangerous they really are. But they're all alphas. So it allows them like to be themselves. Yeah. It's free. Like they they say whatever, they, like there's no arguments, like they crack jokes because they know like from what place it's coming from, right? Yes. Now, try that with people that, friends. Yes. Won't go well. It would not go well. <laughs> so like, so, so what we do, what I did is I created a high-performance culture uh, at Lifetime. Mm -hmm. I'm just skipping up because I'm linking it yes. to this. Where when somebody walks in, like I come out the blocks hot, I tell you. I said, I'm going to tell you the truth at the risk of losing you. I said, this program runs itself. Like this whole network in here is high-performance human beings. Like in their craft, like whether it's love life, relationship, business, uh, sports, athletes, whatever it is, everybody in here think and operate at a very high level. So if you just came here and you think you're going to half-ass my shit, there's a wrong place. 
I said, we don't tolerate that over here. And I'm going to ask you to leave. I don't like I'm being nice now on yes. the podcast. It's but, guys but, going. But, but usually I say, I say, I'm gonna tell you to get the fuck out. Yeah. That's how I say it. Yeah. I say, get the fuck out. But I talk like that up front to shock therapy to go, oh shit. This guy cusses. Uh he's too honest. He doesn't care. I only care about one thing. They call me results. Mm -hmm. Or oh, they call me revenue rams. Like ever since I made a lifetime a lot of money. We're not gonna get into that like right now. <laughs> but that's what it is. Because like right now. Even on the podcast, a lot of people talk about deeds, but who's really hands-on? So a podcast can help to a certain extent, but who's really on the ground, like impacting lives, like being hands-on with actually making change? Coaches, trainers. Touch gloves. Done. That's it. That's it. Coaches and trainers. Because you don't interact with your boss. The most important person in the team is a strength and conditioning coach. Guess who he spends more time with? With the athletes. Mm -hmm. That's just in life, too. When you wake up in the morning, the number one person you look forward to is the coach, the trainer. Because then now I get my release, physical health, I get my mental fix, I can be myself, I get my frustrations out. Um, and the benefits from that is a healthy body, a healthy mind. I'm ready for work, and I can do this on a daily basis. It's fun. The music is loud. I can curse. Like, I'm not judged. You know what I mean? Sounds like therapy for you almost. Yeah, <laughs> for everyone. Because I see about, like, almost three, uh, 400 people a day. And I know them all by name, name, last name. And I know their kids. <laughs> so these guys come in. They do a training session with you. And it's so, like a hundred like people groups, at a time. Yeah, like I got the number one program in the U.S. Like right now. That's awesome. Yeah, I was second to none. So uh, we're about to witness that. Like right now. So your this is your new lane. Is this business venture that it, you were talking it, about? It, earlier. It's always been my lane. Mm -hmm. It's just now people are realizing it. So that's why I'm comfortable with it. I'm walking in my in my gift and calling, and in greatness too. And so as you walk in this gift and calling, where does that leave rugby for you? You said you're going to go back to it. 100%. How does 100%. that work? 100%. What, what, I mean, educate me. At what age so, do people stop playing rugby? Never retire. Professionally. Never retire. Never retire. Never retire. What's the point of retiring? I mean, I don't know. I mean. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you look at an entrepreneur, like, they never retire. No. Why, why don't billionaires retire? There's no, there's no retiring from life. It's a correct. It's, it's part of who you are. So now, like when it comes to competing, like there are like different age divisions. Like you can still uh, continue to play it, which is not as rigorous. Like traveling tournaments, etc. Like with the boys, but we're never retired. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like hey, uh, we got a pickleball tournament in, in Paris against our buddies. Like out there, they organize like a tournament. Fuck yeah, <laughs> pack the bags, we go compete against each other we we don't even hire no hotels because like it's a brotherhood it's international so same way i came to the u.s i can go anywhere in the land and then like we'll stay like at someone's house like uh, that's that how it is that sounds like a lot of fun it is a lot of fun so like we've got an international network so as far as retiring i'm never retiring but from playing pro yeah i might like in the next i don't know i'll decide yeah uh, uh, i might not even announce that i'm retiring but i'll just stop I feel like, so I've played a little, I grew up in Hawaii and I've seen rugby played a lot and I've right. played it a little bit. 
it's very physically demanding sport. It is. And so uh, I would imagine at some point the body's probably going to give way. And that's why I kind of asked about retirement. But that's, I mean, that's for the guys that never took, took care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've had some pretty big injuries, though, I heard about like ACL, MCL, PCL, Oof. triad, ruptured Achilles tendon, bullet shot wound. Bullet. Yeah, that's right. From anti poaching back at home. So, like, I'm level four private security as well. That's very cool. Th- yeah, that's right. So, you were trying to stop somebody from poaching, uh, from killing right. an animal, yeah, and you ended up 100%, getting shot. Yeah. In your knee. Yeah, right there. Wow. That, that's an entry wound. Like, I kind of rolled them up. Entry wound that came out, like, right there. How so, did that feel? It felt good. Felt good. Yeah. <laughs> you save an animal? Uh, no, I didn't. I saved a life. You saved a life. Yeah. So, then that would feel good. Yeah. That's incredible. That's right. Do you miss so I that? Learned, I, I learned how to walk like four times. As four a, times? Yeah, as an infant. Knee. Knee, ACL, and bullshit. Right. Whoa. <laughs> Do you miss South Africa? That's a very good question. Um, I miss the culture, but I don't miss South Africa. So I miss like the foods, mm-hmm. um, you know, like just the energy, like other people, like uh, the joy, how joyful we are. Like how we dance and like we're always laughing, um, and that type of chemistry. But as far as like anything outside of that, I really don't. I, I'm one of those human beings. Like I just don't miss. I, I don't miss a lot. Like wherever I'm, I'm at. That's all of me, in that capacity. How do you do that? How do you like? Th- that sounds like almost like meditation or where you bring yourself into this present moment yes. and you're all focused in that present moment. Like I am right now. Yes. How do yes. you do that? Um, it comes from a lot of disappointment. Disappointment? Yes. Growing up, you know, like not having a father around, uh, hoping. Uh, hope kills more dreams than anything else. So, like, just ex- expectation. And uh, during that moment, like, when you're hoping, you, you don't even realize that you're losing that moment because you're thinking about, like, what you're hoping about. Yes. Or what you're fantasizing about, that you miss that whole opportunity, and it leads to disappointment. Because, like, you don't get to fulfill or, like, feel, like, that desire. So unfulfilled desire as well. So what we did, like, at a very early age, like, being exposed to not, um, you know, not having certain needs met, um, instead of it generating malice and resentment, it actually, like, we healed, like, very quickly. And, uh, you know, it's been, it's been a beautiful journey. You healed from... Not having needs met like as a child. Right. You've healed from that quickly. Very quickly. Because you had no choice. It's like a loophole. Yeah, it's like the childhood. I mean, everyone experiences different levels of childhood trauma, right? right? And it sounds like you're able to... You experience probably, from what most people in America would experience, a much higher level of childhood trauma. Right. But you're able to recover from that because you're able to focus on the moment and not the hope that it gets better someday. No, right here, right, right here, now, today, now, able to focus now, today. now, now, death. Uh, for example, like, uh, man, I had like so many like close deaths like happen and like people are, uh, you know, like in relationships, they say, when are you going to take time to grieve? Like you need to, I said, no, I don't <laughs> like they, their life is done. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to do anything about it. Yeah, um, uh, like I'll I'll have thoughts about them, like uh, when I drive and so on, and I'll giggle. Yeah. But like, it's not painful thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like they're done. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> I yes. need to function. I need to operate. 
Like, I need to achieve this, like, right now. So whatever happens, like, we'll deal with it when we get to the other side. But, like, right now, I'm not doing that. I said, y'all can fucking mope around all you want. Mm-hmm. Like, go fucking cry in a bucket. Like, that's okay. Go do that just far away from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Sounds like you're also very protective of your energy and like the energy that there is around you. You picked that up big, big time. How do you, how do you protect that and, and why? Why do you find that so important to protect? You know that saying that goes, if you want peace, prepare for war. Yes. Better to be Prepared. a warrior in a garden yep. than a gardener in a war. Hello. Yes. Hello. Mm-hmm. So that nature is big. Like, I hail that nature. A lot of people try to suppress it. No, both natures walk hand in hand uh, for the benefit of uh, everyone and everything. So, like, it's so necessary, like, to embrace that nature because um, that's what society tries to do is break down, like, the male species completely to where they don't appreciate, like, their alpha nature. The toxic masculinity and all that that's going on right now. They can fuck off. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. That toxic... I mean, t- there is toxic masculinity. Yeah. I agree. It exists. However, guess what created that? What? Society status quo. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yep. Because now you're trying to find another way, avenue to express that where it's okay to be a fucking man. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. It is. Yeah. And we should be men. men. Men should be men and it should be celebrated to be a righteous man, a good man, a man that is happy in his masculinity. Masculinity right. of itself isn't toxic in any way, right. any more than femininity is, in my opinion. The Both. more masculine you are, the more you appreciate a queen. Exactly. So, like, for the sake of our queens, we need to fucking rebuild kings. 100%. We need to rebuild, because, like, our queens are at a fucking deficit right now. Oh, yeah. God damn. <laughs> I, I, God damn. Yeah, they like, need... I just look at I just look at our, our, our wonderful daughters that are coming up mm-hmm. and like our wonderful uh, girls and I go, poor 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 women are forced to be fucking men now. Mm-hmm. Like they're forced because why? Because the men are stepping up to be the men. Men, yeah, I, I'll say male, mm-hmm. just gender wise, but they're not fucking men. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're part of the male species, but you're trash. Yes. Yeah. So like you're not you're not doing any justice like to anyone, and when I speak like this, that's why I, I don't explain. If anyone what spoke like this, they'll go, "Oh, no offense to this." Now everybody knows my heart. Like everybody knows, like this is this is the issue at hand. So like, if it offends like you and you want to fucking bring out like other issues that's not focused on this, you can fuck off too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you, you see, that's how it is. Cause like right now we're attending to this, and we go, "Yeah, we're gonna bring like." Uh, everything that we're talking about, like who's Rams, uh, what is he about, like the health and fitness aspect of things, like the rugby, the culture, uh, the way we think, and how we put everything together. That's all the package. Mm-hmm. So why can't we have more of this who are comfortable like that to where it allows like other, other kings like to fully express themselves without having to explain themselves or get offended? I love it. I Personally, I feel like I have to be aware and careful of what I say oh, at the yeah. risk of offending so many different people. But Tell the way you, the way you live and the way you operate, I love yeah. it. Yeah. I yeah, love it. <laughs> yeah. You don't care. Oh yeah. And you shouldn't, we shouldn't have to care. I, I got a couple of billionaire friends and like guys that I train, they'll tell you, they're going, they're, whether you're a billionaire, whether you're a pro athlete, like whether you're the janitor, 
like that that kid, that kid treats everyone the same. Mm -hmm. So like, w when he loves you, it's like you know that it's off the bat. Mm -hmm. The only problem is, we know he's not the problem when he doesn't like you. <laughs> 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 so and I'm very transparent about it. like I don't hide it. Like I walk right past you and I'll go, no, I don't. I, I'm not gonna be in the room like with you. Mm -hmm. Like you're not welcome like in my in my environment. And a lifetime, they like wherever I train, like they know they go, go find a different program. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I say I gotta protect like our nature. You gotta protect your nature, your program, your energy of your program, and then your personal space. All of that. that you have to that's protect everyone. all of it. That's yeah. everyone because like it's so superior, and uh, you'll get to experience it. And like you see the type of people that are in there, you go, <sighs> breath of fresh air. Love it. Like you're back, back to back to our original form. Back to our pureness, back to who we really are. So you're using fitness and health right. to kind of construct your own tribe and brotherhood here. At the same time, using your energy and knowledge of fitness to elevate all of them. Right. That's let, a pretty let, beautiful thing you've put together. Let's, let's, let's put it this way. It's not even me. Let's look at uh, the ecosystem. The ecosystem runs itself, but it works together for itself. For example, like the rain, the soil, the trees, like it's an entire ecosystem. Mm -hmm. So nobody really controls or runs the ecosystem. Each element knows what it needs to do for the benefit of the other element. Yes. So wherever it's lacking resources, like it will send like a signal out to where like it speaks, it speaks a higher language where it will send the resources where it's needed or like balance like everything out and it comes in seasons and it appreciates itself and it runs itself. So it's like the ecosystem, like in a room, like back to the human nature, back to the human being. And uh, we're just a part of it. And it's so beautiful, like this whole journey. And I wouldn't want it any other way because we realized like very, like three years ago, we realized like how important it is like to actually live our lives. Cause they, 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 took, that, they, they, they took that away from us. Mm -hmm. We're not going to get into it. But, like, they took that away from us. But then what that did for uh, entrepreneurs, as you know, like, every single catastrophe, big big dogs are born during periods of, like... 100%. Big dogs are born. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to look at, like, what we lost. We look at, oh, yeah, what came out of that. Yes. That's right. And that we that's our focus. What came out of it for you? Me being here right now. I, I I had a little bit of a unique situation during COVID, but I have such a newfound gratitude for life. And How'd that for, happen? Because it was taken away. And when, when, I mean, we all know when you have something and you lose it, how much more you value it after, no, all of our freedoms no, no, were taken no, you away. you lost it. It was forced. It was forced. To, to be removed from you. Yeah. Now that's a different, that, now that's it's very different. different. That's different. Yes. Like, if it was on a, your own accord, you would have been somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But now it was something else that forced. And when you look at it and you go, there was no point in that doing that. So that was literal sabotage. Yes. I was, uh, I, so I actually have a really good friend from South Africa. Right. She was uh, an au pair for our family for about six months. And uh, I talked to her during COVID, and it was bad there. Right. 
bad, bad. Right. And there's some places in the world where it was bad. Luckily, we were in the great state of Texas. Mm -hmm. You were here, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it was less bad. Right. But, man, it, it, it really made me question everything. 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 And I think everyone did. And, and I think, like you're saying, a lot of good things have come out of that since then. And I'm very grateful for my freedom now, for my ability to move around the, the world like you've just That's why we've got to crush. We got to crush. We got to crush. We got to crush right we gotta now. got to strike while the iron's hot. Right now. Right, right now. now. Right, right now. 100%. Right now. So what's next for you? So right now, uh, we're busy with lifetime. Um, like with the paperwork, actually, it's underway. Uh, we're going to partner up with lifetime, have my own brand within lifetime. And uh, my main goal, I'm just going to take over like the health and fitness space. Like nobody's going to do it the way I'm going to do it. And uh, we'll use Lifetime as a driving force. They'll benefit greatly from it. But uh, there has to be like a, like a major uh, change like in the way uh, corporate industries like serve uh, the community. And uh, the best way to get that done is through health and fitness and uh, let, let the people have like their own culture, um, not, not limited like according to like what America says or like this corporate says mm -hmm. or anything like where people are actually free. And uh, we got an international network to get that done. So we've got about like uh, over 175 locations. And like right now, like um, nobody's running the numbers that I'm running, like in any facility, like in the US, like as far as group tailing is concerned. So I got the number one brand. And what we'll do is we'll, if we install these, like in all lifetimes, they'll automatically choke out the bullshit uh, plastic facade that uh, our girls are being tricked into. Uh, of thinking is beauty. Right. Yes. Like, ba like back to the basics, like a high performance culture. So is when you're doing your workouts, is it a certain setup? that is going to be built out in every lifetime or right. is it it is right it's like a certain room and right. a way that you work 100%. out and yes. certain equipment that Correct. you want in that room yes so like That's it, super it, cool. any anything any any boutique studio um i'm choking them out uh yeah close your shop down <laughs> uh get away for make way for rams oh uh, no you don't need to make way i'm gonna run right through you <laughs> uh orange theory uh f45 yeah they're pretty much done and uh, the owner of F45 was the previous owner of our rugby team. And, uh, yeah, like, like a steam train without brakes, I'm running through F45. Love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. And I, and I need this clip, too, because, like, I'm, I'm, every time they exhale like a boa constrictor, I'm just going to suffocate, like, the entire game, but the <laughs> right way. So, and I'm both for that, too. Like, that's why I say, like, when you step into, the, like, this world, like, when I, I'm not here to make buddies. Like, I'm here to dominate. Like, I'm here to dominate. And uh, I'm going to do it in such spectacular fashion that they've got no choice but to close shop. What do you think when you go and meet an entrepreneur that is just visibly, like, wrecked physically, like, terrible shape? They are morbidly obese or visibly unhealthy or sunken eyes. I mean, what, whatever you would associate with being unhealthy, what does that bullshit. communicate back to you? It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Mark Cuban will tell you. Like, all these guys will tell you. Like, <laughs> what? You got billions on what? You can't even look over your dick. Uh-huh. Your gut is hanging out. But uh, here you are, like, you're paying for, like, these. So you're tricking plastic girls and these bottle girls uh, for your sexual pleasure. 
And they'll fucking do that because, like, oh, they get a penthouse, like, over here. They get flown, like, private jets, et cetera. They get their So, like, that's or, a dirty culture yeah. that I'm talking about mm -hmm. because, like, these wealthy lowlifes uh, will fucking do that shit and, like, let themselves go and, like, fucking abuse our fucking girls and mm -hmm. all this shit. You mm -hmm. see what I mean? And we're not fucking doing that. So we'll build more fucking alpha kings with money as well. And you'll be forced to be healthy. I love it. Yeah, you'll be forced to be healthy because, like, you're doing... You're, not only are you doing, like, a society and injustice, but what about your fucking kids? You can't even run around or, like, pick them up. 100%. But, like, before you, you, you're out of breath and a poor wife has to deal with your fat ass, like, the whole time. Fuck. Couldn't agree more. Kinda, you, you stink. You're, you're unhealthy. You know? When I see someone who doesn't take care of themselves physically, and it immediately... I've realized recently, I immediately subconsciously question if I should be doing business with them. If don't they can't take care of themselves, don't, I don't give a fuck. Don't how are do they going to take no, care no, no, of no, anything no. else? No, I can't be identified with you. Mm -hmm. it, it don't matter. It, like, I'm not taking no picture next to you. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, you can you can be like high-end fucking DJ Khaled. I'm not doing it. Uh -huh. I'm not doing it because you don't represent like what I'm about. So, like, it don't matter, like, how many fucking billions or millions of dollars, like, you got. Like, our fucking culture is superior. You'll know, like, when we get to a fucking lake or, like, when we're sitting around at a table, when we walk in, like, with all of us and, like, all our girls. Like, the culture, everyone's like, oh, my God. Where has this been, like, the whole time? So, mm -hmm. I can't have that, like, at our fucking table. Can't have it. No, we're not I doing that. You. Yeah. And just like in business, too, it's like, okay, yeah, 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 all that. Like you're, but like you're just a fucking walking septic wound. Mm -hmm. Like you really are, cause like you're so medicated, cause you got like all these health issues, etc. You're making money, but you can't even fucking enjoy it. Oh, that's a whole other like. We could talk about that for another hour. It's right. like the poison yourself with the food, poison yourself with the booze, poison yourself with the medications to make yourself feel better from the food and the booze. Right. It's just it's terrible. Let, let's go back to that word, hard work again. Mm -hmm. So like. They're in that position, right? Yes. But then they don't represent hard work. No. Because then they, they do everything but the hard work for themselves. Mm -hmm. So that tells you everything you need to know. Yep. So when someone can't even like work hard for themselves, how is it going to work hard for you? Couldn't agree more. I love. So you become their slave. Yep. Just because they can write a check. For their own need and purpose and like wants. Man, piss out of here, man. When someone who is visibly in bad physical shape right. walks into your training. Right. Same treatment. Same treatment. You did that to yourself. And so have you seen people transform themselves 100%. physically? Yeah. How do you feel when you see that transformation that comes from your training? I don't give a fuck. Just get it done. Just get the results. It's you don't like feel any mail. like, hey, I feel great that I was able to Mailman. show you this path. Put the mail in the fucking box and go home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. I do that for myself. Like, I don't need, like, glorification or anything like that. Bro, if you benefit from it. Like, you take all that credit. You, you do you, that. They did the work. Yeah. You just showed them the path. Bro, I'm doing my own fucking work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like how I fucking look. <laughs> uh -huh. I don't need credit for that. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's not my shit. Like, that's all you. So, like, everybody, like, hey, have you seen, like, especially now in the fitness game, that's why I say I'm going to change the culture. It's called, like, now all these trainers think they're celebrities. Yes. They want to be glorified. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs>
Like, they're sick. You know what I mean? It is a, it is a sickness. Yeah, it's a fucking disease, man. Like, I just look at them and go, fuck off, man. <laughs> Bro, let the people fucking do their work. Like, let them celebrate that. Let their families, like, enjoy, like, the, 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 the change and all that. You know? Yes. Like, we're, so, like, we, that's why my retention is the highest, like, anyone has ever seen. It's because of that. Like, people will, like, I acknowledge that. Uh, every single day, like, I acknowledge the hard work. I glorify hard work. And that's why I say, like, all I care about is results. So, like, if you're not giving me results and you're not doing the justice at home because I'm not going to micromanage you, you learn how to micromanage you. Not for you, but, like, for anyone that's attached to you. But, like, if you're going to be in this environment, like, right here, you got to be like this. Like, that's that. Like, that's our standard. Like, everybody's fit. Like, if you go on my videos, like, you'll see, like, Man, these guys are like doing box jumps, like stop, drop, roll, like benching, like well balanced. Not this dumb Instagram, like uh, booty by uh, fucking hum day bullshit every single fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's true health. It's yeah, not, it's not it, the visual like, health. Like, it's real. Yes. Like meaning that like any, any one of us, like we can say, hey, look, let's go play volleyball. Mm -hmm. All right, we good. You go play. Yeah, we go You can play. jump. Yeah, you can, we can dive. Well, we can dive. You can we, do all that I stuff. Drink, we can. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, why wouldn't you want a culture like that? For, for your kids, too. Or, like, anyone that's around you, as an example, be like, oh, man, this person is enjoying their body so much. They're so active. So, like, it, it transcends into the community to say it's okay to be very fit and healthy. What that does is it lowers the drug rate and the drug usage. So as a substitute for that, guess what it is? It's a healthy way of life. Yeah. So it it sells itself. You Fitness is its own drug. It's its own drug. Yes. It's the best fucking drug. And ever. once once you start doing it, and then you stop doing it, well, you feel the difference. You know, like oh man. Oh yeah, you know. When I miss, it's called holiday. Oh, it's called holiday. Yeah. People don't even know. Like the first thing, like I don't go on holiday, but like if I'm gonna go to a different state, the first thing I pack is my workout gear. That's it. The same way I came to the U.S., mm -hmm. the first thing I packed was my training gear. Your body. You my gotta, body. You've got to keep that my body. My body. The yeah. machine. It's the machine. How does your body link to, this is kind of a long question, but your body links to your, your mental health, which links to your emotional health, which links to your relational health, which links to your financial, which it all links. For you, how... How does your body impact the rest of that? That whole chain of all these other parts of life. That's such a beautiful question and I love answering that. For example, take an exploded diagram of a vehicle. Okay. That's it. Different moving parts, engine. You gotta put everything together. One screw loose, it affects mm -hmm. the performance of like the, the fuel intake. The wrong fuel misses up how the belt Grease. Yeah. Oh, okay, sweet. Now we start with the engine. The engine is like your physical health, all right? Mm -hmm. uh, your anaerobic capacity, like we spoke about, like just everything, like internal. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so now you enhance that. Then let's start focusing on like the physical structure now, all right? You don't want to be moving an 18-wheeler. You, you want the right balance. Yeah. You know, like agility, like something, you know? For, the, for yeah, for what you want to craft your body for. Right. Yeah. You want to be able to do it. Yes. 
Look at these fat ass D linemen and O linemen. They keep blowing their fucking knees, left, right, and center. Mm -hmm. Like just stepping on the side, cause like coach, the meathead coach said, "Oh, I gotta be three seventy pounds." Like, uh, uh, but like you can't even last the whole season. Mm -hmm. All right, maybe that's not gonna work. Let's let's try this. Have you tried uh, a track hawk body type? Let's bring all that fat together. Let's get it a little more compact like Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's go be explosive now. Let's go yes. throw human beings around. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, like like in and out the fucking park. Like, yeah, these guys are like double his weight. Mm -hmm. But then like he throws them around like he lasts longer. Like he's yeah. more explosive. He's faster. He, see what I mean? Yes. All right, now let's look at it like on a, on a lower scale. We go, all right, why wouldn't you want to be able to like stop, drop, roll? Mm-hmm jump on a couch, like do yeah. some cool shit like with your spouse. Yep. Like pick them up. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can't because uh, my shoulder will give up. Oh, my back oh, hurts. My back yeah. hurts. Uh, oh, shit. Don't get into that. Yeah. My back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My back. My, oh, my back. I say, mm, I know. Mm -hmm. And I'll keep on walking. I love it. I love the way you look at life and the way you approach it. I love how you distinguish between competition. You don't even talk about competition. Just domination. Just dominate. Love the it. Fuck we're competing for. Yeah. I'm not here to play. Uh, hold your hand. Oh, rub my nipple. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hold me. Oh, hug me. Uh, uh -huh. Nah, dude. Oh, what, 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 what are we doing over here? We're not gonna waste time. I'm excited to see right. what you do in business. Uh, Very we're, we're a part of it. We're like we're a part of it. It's a beautiful journey, and uh, it's going to be very special. Like especially like this podcast. Like right now. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't like saying podcast. Like. Um, this fellowship we just had mm -hmm. and this brotherhood like we just built like right now as time goes by that that that, that motherfucker is the same like on TEDx speak like everybody wants to sound like very articulate and hey look English is my fourth language out of seven fuck fourth I mean, out of seven yeah what are the other ones Zulu Tuana Pedi Soto Afrikaans you see and a little bit of Dutch wow so like we good <laughs> yeah you're good yeah we good where can people find out more about you? Instagram. Right here on this podcast. Let's start right there. Instagram, though, like on a daily basis, like I like I give you a little sneak. Well, not a, not a little, but like I'm very active on my stories, like on Instagram. So like on a daily basis, I show them like the habits, uh, the healthy habits that uh, I go by, uh, like my Monday to Friday. And then like how I let loose, like on the weekends, too where you can't put me in a box and say, oh, yeah, he's he thinks he's holier than that. No, 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 dude. Uh, I cut up. <laughs> like, we rugby players. Like, we don't give a damn, dude. Like, we're, we're, we're wild culture. We already know ourselves. So, like, you're never going to limit us. Like, you're never going to put us in a box or anything like that. Uh, but when you start seeing, like, how well we enjoy life and our day-to-day -day and what we look forward to every single day, you realize, like, it's not put on. And then, like, what that allows you to do is, like, figure out like what you're passionate about because like I need to resemble that within my own capacity, whether it's art, whether it's coding, um, whether it's selling homes, uh, whether it's like banking, uh, investments, like whatever it is, like mowing lawns, detailing vehicles, um, restaurants and all that, whatever it is within your capacity, excuse me, that brings you pure joy when, when you open your eyes, oh shit, I can't wait to engage like these human beings and mm -hmm. like engage that all right now you're seeing someone who is already like that and how they operate like that on a daily day uh basis without fucking crashing i don't fucking crash 
that allows you to, almost it gives you permission to be you at your highest level. That's what we need. That's a beautiful thing to say, to give yourself permission to be you at the highest level. Man, that dropped fresh too. That's profound, bro. (laughs) Man, you saying it like that, I go, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Right. We we need to run that back. We need to cut that again. We need to get that off. We're going to cut that off for you. Because that's, that's, I feel like, I mean, that's something I've missed in my life at times where I've decided I've made the unconscious decision and I've let that unconscious decision run me to not be me at the highest level. Whoa. We're here now. And how do I be me at the highest level every day? That's a great question to ask yourself every day. How do I be me, my authentic me, at the highest level every day? Yeah. That's really deep. It is. You said it. (laughs) Right. That was good, man. But I live it. You live it. Yeah, I live it. So like, when when you see that, like you're gonna be like, woo, let's go, buddy. Yeah, and, love and that when, energy. Yeah, when you're around it too, and uh, I hope like when you see it, like you need to see it like in its in its glory and its element, like how beautiful it is, and uh, like even the demeanor, like in, in in how I go about it too. You go, yeah, okay, I'm going at it now. Let's go, let's go. I already achieved it at this level, man. Whatever. That was a little warm up. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even my warm up. We're gonna take it to take the it high. to take yeah. it up. Yeah, take yeah, it up a take notch. It up. Yeah. yeah, I love that's it. right. So, right. How do you, first of all, what's prosperity for you, and how do you pursue it in your life? Uh, already, already, already been blessed with all the non tangible things. So right now, just cut me a check and let me live my life. That's it. <laughs> 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 that's it. Uh, there's no other way to explain it. Like, a lot of people, like, try to put, like, the, these mythology, uh, uh, this mythology and, like, all these, like, weird shit captions to it. No, dude. I already mastered the complete opposite of what life can give. Now, the only part I haven't mastered, am about to master, is the financial freedom side. And that's what I'm excited about, like, right now. Because, like, like we said in the beginning, it's only going to amplify, like, who you already are. So I'm already, I don't have to explain, like, who I am. Uh, just cut the check, and y'all just sit back and watch. We're going to have a blast. You get that check cut, what are you going to do with the money? Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful question. So, like, right now, uh, we're actually designing, like, um, we're building Rams Enterprises. And uh, once I do that, like, uh, the engine is just going to run itself. So, like, we got merchandise coming out. Um, you know, we got media, docu- docu-series. Uh, I know a whole lot of important, like, players that aren't in in the world like out there that we want to highlight like regular human beings like we want to impact like the dallas independent school district we're not trying to be mother Teresa or like gandhi or anyone like that like we're already like uh, at a higher level than that actually because like we're hands-on and nobody knows like how to be hands-on like that so we're going to impact like the entire uh, community to say all right sweet like they try to take like your health from you what we're going to do is we're going to strengthen you again and remind you who you are, like we said, like at the highest level. And in order to do that, like you need to reach like a level, a certain level of success, like financially, to where like you can make some noise and pull some strings. Yes. So like we'll, we'll, we'll really build the structure for that. And then all it is like right now is 
It's just a patience uh, game of things to let everything off. Because everything is already built from the inside out. So it's not like, like theorists uh, with an idea. No, no, no. It's already built. So now all we're waiting for now is cut the check. <laughs> Getting there, bro. I'm excited for you. For us. You're a part of it. I love it. Yeah. I love the way you think. Yeah, it's diff- it's a very different, unique way of thinking and looking at life. Yeah, you're a part of it, like it's us. Whatever, whatever we're gonna do, or like what you, it's a it's a network. Yes, and we got that like in our in our in our own network too. Like we got mm-hmm. heavy machines like in there to say, all right, well, what do we need for this? All right, let, let's take this podcast in like to the American Airlines Center. Fuck it. Yes, I yeah. love it. Well. Everybody, thanks for joining us. This is Brendan Rams. That's right. You can find him on what's your what's how do they find you on Instagram? At Brendan Rams, B R E N D A N R A M S. Name and last name. Go follow Brendan. He will show you how to live that healthy life. Have a good one and take care, guys. Appreciate that, bro. That was powerful. You're awesome, man. What's well, a brotherhood right there? Yes, man. sir. All right, it's-